0: Welcome back to another episode of Strange Things Happen with Andy and Lola. Before we get started, if you'd like to get into contact with us, feel free to email us at contactsthpodcast at gmail.com or reach out to us on any of our other social media.
1: In this episode of Strange Things Happen, we talk about some of our crazy travel stories, life after COVID, and what we've been up to over our break. Here's a quick teaser of what's to come.
0: We got detained and they were like, you have to stay here in the airport.
1: My whole t-shirt was soaking wet, drooling all over myself.
0: If you would like to find out what that's all about, keep on listening and let's get on with the show. And we're back. Yeah. We are.
1: It's... It was a nice break, wasn't it?
0: It was. I think, you know, we both just needed the time to unwind a little bit and figure out, you know, how we can make the podcast a little bit easier for both of us to, to do. Yeah. Um, but it's been great. I think I spent like at least a few days not having to worry about the podcast, which was really great because, um, you know, how I am, I'm a bit of a serial worrier. So, Same. yeah, I took the time to rest and relax a little bit. What did you get up to?
1: So, um I did a bit of kickboxing, did some baking, mm-hmm. some cooking, um, bit of exercise Aww, nice. and then yeah. played a few played a few games of Roblox, which is apparently a child's game but
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so if you guys don't know what Roblox is, it's basically this game which a lot of young people play and Andy and I are definitely well above the median age. Um actually even like probably the mean age <laughs> probably we're well above any age um but it's really fun i don't know it's kind of like how would you describe it kind of like
1: it's minecraft but people could build games their own games yeah out of that's it, I a think. Way to describe it i don't know what yeah, these kids so would call it these fellow youth
0: <laughs> these we're youth we're young um but yeah we've been playing this version of Roblox uh or a game of Roblox, which is basically like this shooter game and it's really fun. It's kind of a little bit like Call of Duty, but not at the same time. Obviously (laughs) the graphics aren't great and stuff like that and I'm still kinda shit at it, even though it's made for twelve year olds. Yeah, I am getting better slowly. (laughs) Baby steps, you know? But I mean other than Roblox, I kind of I didn't get up to much. Just chilled a little bit. I got into some quarantine baking, finally. I had some bananas that were really overripe, so I finally made some banana bread. It was really yummy. It looked really Um, good. Aw, yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, so in case you guys are wondering, obviously, the one-week break um, or one-week hiatus, Andy and I, we didn't stop talking, obviously, so... We kind of already knew what each other did, but we thought we'd <laughs> tell you. Um, but, you know, we were thinking about what we can talk about. And one of the things that we were thinking of was travel. Um, and obviously that's something that we are both missing quite a lot. Um, I think both of us usually travel quite a lot um, in a yeah. year. And I definitely haven't gotten my fill this year. Um, but I think it's pretty common for a lot of people to talk about Their dream places, where they would like to go, where they would like to live, but we thought we would take a different route, didn't we? Yeah.
1: So we we've got some uh, stories uh, about Mm travelling. Mine's not as interesting as Lola's. Um, Oh
0: no, I'm sure.
1: But I I I think Lola should start the story her story off because I'm so excited to hear it. It sounds so interesting. Getting banned from a country. (laughs) International drug (laughs) smuggler.
0: Um, yeah so yeah we thought we would tell you some funny scary weird stories that we've experienced and I think mine is more on the side of scary Um, I mean I don't think it was like super duper scary it's not like a horror story or anything like that um, but it kind of is and I think um, to give you context it happened when I was a little younger I hadn't traveled much with friends alone at that point I had usually done you know family trips and stuff like that but this was my first self-planned trip and I think I was around 16 or 17 at the time And it was basically kind of a hybrid school trip kind of thing, but we planned it ourselves. So it was myself and three other friends, and we decided to go to an orphanage in the Philippines. Now, so we decided to do a little bit of community service because, one, we're, like, great people or whatever, but also um, the other option... (laughs) Oh, God, I sound so annoying right now. Um, But the other option was doing, like, an adventurous, fun, like adventure trip basically so think like white water rafting or like hiking or something like that yeah. like outdoorsy activities and we were not the most um outdoorsy of people so we decided to you know give back to the community and do community service because at least that could count towards our graduating requirement as well and so all of us really loved kids and you know we were really excited about the idea of volunteering overseas so we decided to go to the Philippines Um, and obviously we're students we're on a budget so we decided to find the cheapest possible flight (laughs) Um, as you do when you're on a budget Um, and so instead of flying into Manila like we flew into a smaller city called Clark now when you imagine an airport um, it depends, I guess, on where you are, but usually international airports are pretty large, but this one is really, really small. Imagine the smallest possible airport you can think of and half it because it was really small. I think it only had maybe one or two runways, three to five immigration desks, and probably only two of them were open and like two or three <laughs> luggage um what do you call them? Luggage carousels, carousels or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And you can see them from the immigration oh table as well. It's really just one big room. Um, and so we're like, okay, yeah, um, should be fine. Like, And at the time we were in contact with the orphanage and they're like, yeah, Clark Airport's fine. We can come pick you up. Um, we'll figure it out. So it finally came time to the day to go. At this point in time, we thought we were all good to go. We'd planned everything down to the T. We had a student advisor, so basically a teacher, who was looking over our itinerary, making sure that we weren't doing anything too shady because, you know, teenagers in a foreign country can get up to some weird shit. Um, But, you know it's like a wholesome group we were gonna go volunteer um and so we thought our plans were pretty bulletproof we were super organized we had written out itineraries had all of our emergency contact details had all of our flight details our accommodation details and everything like that so come to the actual day where we fly there obviously we didn't know clark airport was gonna be so small um but when we got there we were kind of shocked because it was tiny um we walked off the runway in through immigration and I went through like a breeze it was easy breezy cover girl um one of my other friends who's from Bangladesh she made it through customs as well all good or immigration rather not customs customs is where they check you for like drugs and stuff right (laughs) (laughs) immigration we made it through immigration we weren't drug mules um and then my two other friends they're from India they got stopped at immigration. And so, my other friend and I, we turned around and we just saw the immigration officer like making all these hand gestures, kind of raising his voice. And he was like, Why are you here? What are you doing? Like, what are you here for? And at this point, we both started panicking a little bit because it wasn't like it's like half of our group is is stuck on one side of the border. And we were like, Oh my God, what's happening? Um, And when it came to planning the trip itself, we had all decided to. Check up on our own visas because we figured it would be easiest for us to check for our own needs because obviously we're all of different nationalities Um, and so when they had been checking um, whether or not we had to get a visa um, for the two Indian friends they found that there was a new ruling um, that year that allowed Indians to go into the Philippines without a need for a visa so you just need your passport yeah. and you go in um and everything is fine and so we were like what's going on like why is there an issue with immigration so at this point i'm on the phone with um our advisor and i'm like telling her like look this is kind of the situation and then um she's panicking a little bit she's doing research she's like you need to stay together like stay safe um and at this point the um immigration officers take our two friends into another room and then we're like we have to stay with them and then they're like but you're here legally like you don't need to be detained and we're like no no no. we need to stay with them because at that point in time you know we're worried we're scared um we're 16 year olds in a foreign country and then obviously all the Immigration officers and men, I'm sure they weren't going to do anything suspicious or anything like untoward, but, but we, we would what just. If yeah it was kind of scary you know and we didn't want to leave them alone so we we went into the room with them um, and they were asking us questions like what's your purpose of your visit like why are you here all of that and then they're like um, you're not allowed to be in the country so you have to be on the next flight out and so I was like conveying all of this information to the advisor and she was doing research on her side frantically as well um, and then so it turned out that that ruling that allowed um, Indian nationality Indian, uh, people of Indian nationality, I don't know why I'm being yeah. tongue twisted here, um, people of Indian nationality were allowed to go into the Philippines if they went in through the main airport, so the main yeah. international airport in Manila. If you go into any other smaller airport, you do need a visa, which doesn't really make sense because Clark Airport is literally like 40 minutes away from that huge airport. We were like, oh shit. And so basically, we got detained Then they were like you have to stay here in the airport and be on the next flight out the next flight out was the next day it was on another airline um, different airline to our return tickets so we had to fork up extra money Um, they took us into this little room that had two bunk beds it was a a tiny tiny room it's so small that you know once we brought all of our luggage in there there was barely any standing room so we just like hopped on the beds you know the sheets were like kind of old and crumbly looking Um, the walls were covered in graffiti and it just said like F you like why am I being kept here these animals are so bad blah blah you know it's like really like derogatory things written on the wall and in a lot of different languages too so we were like I was just reading the English ones and we were like there was so many people that got detained and they don't seem like very happy people. Are we criminals? Like, what's going on? We thought we were going to, you know, be blacklisted from the Philippines. We won't be able to get in again. And then obviously, you know, they're using words like um, you're being detained and then you're going to be deported, like, because you're here illegally. And so we were just, we were terrified. And so luckily at the time, also the sister from the orphanage, so she's, it's like a Catholic orphanage orphanage so we called her sister maria she was on the phone with me as well like because she was supposed to come pick us up from the airport and it was like a two-hour drive from the orphanage so she was like oh no like don't worry and then she was really really sweet she ended up buying us dinner and i went out to collect it because obviously i was there legally i wasn't technically detained obviously the arrival area was 10 meters outside of the detainment room or whatever um so i walked out gave her a hug she passed me the food but then they're like no 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 you can't bring the food in and then she like started talking to them like negotiating and they're like okay fine you can um but they made her put it on the x-ray machine um and oh the x-ray God. machine is literally right next to the door that's how small this neighborhood is yeah. so i'm like watching her put the fast food on the <laughs> x-ray machine and it going through and then they're like okay okay and then I took the food um, and I said goodbye to her. And I apologized because obviously, like, you know, we're supposed to be there to help them. And then they ended up buying food for us. So, you know, it was a whole ordeal. We spent the night in the room. We were pretty worried. So we like barricaded the door with the luggages because there was no lock or anything like that. Um, And we just kind of stayed huddled and worried the whole time. We ended up getting on a flight back the next day. And it was kind of the talk of the school for a while because um, everybody was planning their own trips, obviously, but we were one of the first to go. So the fact that we suddenly had so much drama and came back to the school the next day, because we had to meet up with the advisors, with our parents and all of that, and figure out what were the next steps. So it was pretty traumatic and traumatic, and dramatic both. But we did end up going back to the Philippines. Any money that we had saved from the cheap-ass flights we ended up spending plus a little bit more <laughs> to book a new flight to go yeah. back um, and this time we did fly in through manila luckily our return tickets were still valid so we only had to buy departure ticket yeah, yeah. and we did have to buy the ticket on the way back from when we were getting detained but you know that's, um that's so it is what bad it is. having yeah. to pay for
1: it. like saying no but you're gonna have to pay to fly back as well what if you couldn't afford
0: exactly, it? Exactly. Exactly. And so that was the whole drama. We did end up having a successful trip, though. And I guess if there's a bright side, <laughs> we went back. Um, got to fly two more times than everyone else. That's um, true. Yeah. But, I mean, like, it is what it is. So now, like, I get to have this funny story about how I was detained and deported, even though I technically wasn't, you no. know. But it was fun. Yeah, that's fun, <laughs> in quotation marks.
1: That sounds migraine-inducing.
0: It was. I was panicking the whole time. I was yeah. like, oh, my God. Yeah, but I guess that's a fun story. Um, moral of the story. Well, definitely.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. I, was, I mean, I, I, did I guess moral of the story is when you're,
0: you're planning... Like, I yeah. mean, it's okay to cheap out on flights and all of that, but just double-check everything. Like, even if you think you've checked everything, check everything again, yeah. especially visas, because I think that is one of the most important basic things that you should check
1: yeah yeah but no
0: but you were saying like your <sighs> yeah, sorry
1: M- my one I, che- I i cheaped out on flights and i've learned my lesson mm-hmm. oh don't ever ever cheap out on flights even if it's like a short trip, really trip. always always pay for Why? the bit of a premium airline like air new zealand um which is one i try and go for if i see it's on one of the routes i'm going um so yeah yes again i was i was poor and pretty cheap so i was flying to uh, las vegas <laughs> so i had a um i spent the cheapest flights possible money possible for flying there and back so the flight there wasn't too bad it was fly from london Heathrow to la and then from la mm. to las vegas so that wasn't too bad but on my flight back it was uh las vegas to new york a six hour overnight stay at new york and then from new york to spain so actually flight over the uk and then sp- spain and barcelona for half an hour, so there's like that mad switch you have to get between two flights, and then back to the Oh Ifra. my god! Um, that makes zero was, sense. Yeah, it makes zero sense, and somehow it's cheaper with more air miles.
0: oh uh, yeah. Do you know what it probably is? They're just probably trying to fill up the flights. You know. Yeah. Um. Because I think airlines lose money if they don't have a full flight. Yeah. Um. But that's. Oh.
1: And it it, it was m- like six six hours overnight stay in New York, and you landed at like midnight. I was like, oh, part of me wants to go into New York because I've never been to New York, but then I was yeah.
0: like,
1: the stress of trying to get from that airport into New York and then back on time for a flight
0: oh, would just been awful for sure. Yeah, yeah, the traffic and all of that wouldn't been fun.
1: However. The week before I left, they called me up and said, "Oh, we've changed your your flight home." I was like thinking, "Fuck, what have they What have they sent me from like Spain to like Belarus or somewhere mm-hmm. like that, and then back yeah, over?" Yeah, like some uh, crazy place, yeah. But luckily, luckily, it was a uh, one way flight uh, from Las Vegas to London Heathrow, um, which wasn't too oh, bad. Oh, that's amazing. Um, but yeah, that's I did great. I did have like a pressure headache in my face on the night on when I was at the uh, airport, I was like oh, I need something yeah. to like painkillers or something because that's going to be really painful when you're up in altitude as yeah, well. Yeah,
0: because the pressure so, and all of that, the air pressure.
1: Yeah, and I didn't really see much in Vegas because, you know, it's Vegas. Um,
0: what were you getting up to, Andy? Hmm. Gambling. I love
1: a little bit of gambling. Naughty boy. Yeah, <laughs> little bit of yeah. blackjack roulette. Um, so Strip I went poker. to... Yeah, no, no, no strip club. I'm, I'm an innocent <laughs> boy. Um, mm. And then we, so yeah, this was my flight back on my own. And then what happened yeah. was um, I went to like a store and I said, oh, look, I've got a long flight. I'm really tired. I just need some painkillers for my face. So I'll take this Tylenol PM. I was like, okay, don't know what Tylenol PM looked it up. It was paracetamol mm-hmm. and some sleeping stuff. I was like, oh, it's probably yeah. just some paracetamol, and they just labelled it as PM. You take it at night time. Anyways, I took it and I was sat next to like this French family, and this like no mm-hmm. joke, six-year-old kid was sat next to me. I was like, okay, I can't watch anything like too lewd on the TV or anything like that. I have to be a yeah. nice, nice passenger. So the meal comes. I got myself a red wine and uh, took some Tylenol PM and the next thing I know after eating was me waking up just over Ireland, my whole t-shirt was soaking wet and I slept my face down and I must have had my mouth open for the whole flight and I was just drooling all over myself and it was so embarrassing. I woke up in like the worst state ever where it's like the deep sleep, you don't know where you are. I look at the kid. Yeah,
0: you're groggy and Yeah, I looked at the kid
1: and I was like, oh fuck. He's looked petrified <laughs> at me because obviously I've been drooling for like, <gasps> like god knows how many hours. Is
0: he dead? Yeah. <laughs> and
1: oh my then, god. And then I was, I was like, oh, I've got, I think I've got a spare t-shirt uh, in my bag, but I didn't. So oh, luckily, I, luckily oh. I had a hoodie. Um, so I just chucked oh the hoodie my god. on. My yeah. S- soaking wet t-shirt <laughs> from dribbling. Oh, but no. I must have looked like an absolute oh, madman. That's just gone.
0: Yeah. Well, at least you slept through the flight. I yeah. Guess. It worked. The it was pretty close.
1: Yeah, it, it worked. Yeah. But, oh, my God. I, it was awful You learned your lesson. Yeah. Yeah, I learned <laughs> my lesson. Don't drool on your flight. Yeah. But, yeah, it was just one thing, listeners, don't cheap out on flights. If you can, obviously, afford it, get the premium flight. Air New Zealand's a brilliant one. I would one. say, F. yeah. yeah a really good airline as well.
0: Yeah. I would say it depends. I think there are some good budget Airlines, but you just gotta double check because I find that a lot of budget airlines they slap you with a lot of extra fees. Yeah. You know, whereas you know, if you Carry buy in. a little bit more of an expensive ticket, then it's all inclusive. Yeah. yeah. But it depends on your needs. I mean, obviously, I've cheaped out on a lot of flights in my life. Yeah. Um, it's
1: sometimes it's yeah. sometimes it's sometimes easier if you're just carrying like hand luggage and stuff, and you just have yeah, like, a sure. backpack. Then that's and fine. it's just but like if less got, than
0: a few days, it's yeah. a week. You know. It's not that but, big of a deal. But
1: if you've got, like, a checked luggage or you're f- traveling over six hours, definitely not. I, I can yeah, sit in, for like, sure. awkward... But yeah,
0: that's that's a good point, the six-hour thing. Because I think a lot of budget airline flights that are really good are in Asia. Like, you can yeah. travel from, like, different parts of Asia. Um, and I think it's always a lot more worth it to go budget when you fly f- different points in Asia. Yeah.
1: Right, yeah. Ryanair is, like, the budget one here, and they are shit... At one point, the, <gasps> the guy, is aren't they? Yeah, they're they're awful. At one point, the CEO was thinking, oh, maybe there's like some sort of standing tickets, or maybe we can ju- we can adjust the seating so people are more upright. Standing so, tickets. So you can be like more people on on the Save more and stuff. space. Yeah,
0: that's crazy.
1: Which is what just, the heck? Yeah. What
0: is that like a drain? <laughs> like I know not you have to pay for like a, drain.
1: you have to pay for like a small cup of water and stuff. Oh my so, god! Yeah.
0: That's Fuck madness. That.
1: Yeah, definitely not doing yeah. that. Yeah, I love I love just going to the airport, traveling and being on a plane. Something about being on a plane yeah. is so like re- it's to me it's more it's cathartic. It's like okay, mm. for the next how many hours this flight is, I don't have to worry about anything. I just have to sit here, relax. Yeah, and not Good do job. anything. So talking about travel stories, uh, we've both got food, we've both got food poisoning on our travels as well. <sighs> um
0: yeah not fun at all
1: which is <gasps> definitely not fun especially What's in a foreign country as well
0: for sure so do you want to share your poopy story first or oh sh- my God.
1: I? I'll, I'll share my. i'll share mine first
0: ptsd
1: yeah okay, so sure. um we we're in spain and there's like a we we're tra- a traveling holiday so we we're going through all these different towns and stuff and uh, yeah. for fight the final town all the food's been amazing and i had some um shelled fish and I was like, yeah, oh, this, this sure. is really nice. It's like covered in like, garlic and garlic butter and stuff and it tasted so good. And then I would say probably about three hours from eating, I went to the hotel room and I just started shivering, shaking, it's like my whole body was oh, sweating. No. I was like, yeah. I've been poisoned, oh. someone's poisoned me. Um, and then I just would not stop going to the bathroom, throwing up both ends in the bathroom. I ended up just <laughs> falling asleep by the bathroom because I was just so ill.
0: Oh no, it was horrible.
1: I was so ill I didn't want people to see me. Like, people were like, "Yeah, oh, do not want anything? I was like, just leave me alone, please. <laughs> yeah.
0: you can't talk to anyone. You yeah. just don't have the energy. And well, it's just
1: the worst feeling as well, oh. in a foreign country as well, where at least if you're sick at home, you know where everything is and you don't have to worry you just laying your yeah. own bed but you're in a hotel For room sure. and it's just so uncomfortable
0: and it's like oh it just feels like such a waste as well because you know you're in a foreign country you want to be spending time out and yeah. about not over the toilet because like no. nobody wants that
1: it's, no. it's that horrible feeling you get as well just in your stomach of just that that food poisoning you like you're just literally
0: like, sick to your stomach like it's, yeah oh. I had a similar experience, so I went to Phuket um, in Thailand. I swear I'm not like a party girl, I just literally sat on the beach and stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so this was sometime last year, I think it was in July. um, And I went with my best friend and, you know, we planned it out, we went for about, I think five days. It was kind of like a short trip, but pretty long for Phuket. Um, And we had like some street food. We were eating at some, it's a really touristy place. So there's lots of like small eateries and restaurants and stuff. So we're eating a mixture of like everything. So I don't really know what in particular it was. I think at one point um, my friend and I, like, after the trip, we kind of, like, narrowed it down to a couple of places. But I'm not going to name and shame them. Um, because my friend and I had eaten pretty much the same thing every day except for a couple of, a couple of meals. So we kind of figure it out. Um, but it was the last day. And it just, like, hit me like a ton of bricks. I was, like, f- suddenly just felt so ill. Like, cold sweat. I felt like I was, like, pretty... Like, my stomach was churning. Yeah. And I just felt really unwell. And I was like, holy shit. And then I went to the bathroom. <laughs> it was, like, explosive diarrhea. <laughs> and it just... It wouldn't stop, and so we had to go to the pharmacy, and we were getting a flight out that same day, so I was like, oh holy God. shit, like, literally shit, literally. <laughs> um, because I don't want to have to be sitting on the toilet for the whole plane flight. Can you imagine, <laughs> like, being that one person that's just hogging the bathroom, and, like, the people sitting near the bathroom are like, yeah. are, they, are they okay? Like They should add you know, seatbelts so, in there for um, you. <laughs> Oh my God, a <laughs> hundred I was like, oh God, this is the worst possible time um, to get like a bad stomach. And so we went to the pharmacy and I was like panicking. We were, like, the pharmacist didn't speak much English and I was a little too embarrassed to be like, can I have some like diarrhea pills? Yeah. So um, We were using Google translate and like looking at all the medicine cause it was all in Thai. Found some diarrhea pills. Um, I took them. I felt okay for a few hours, went to the airport, got on the flight i was like pretty much panicking the whole time because i did not want to have to diarrhea on the plane um made it home um and that was that and i thought like okay if you like hopefully it'll pass in a few days but then the thing is i was going on a family trip to taiwan like Literally the next day, it, like I had planned it so that I would come back, sleep in my bed overnight and then fly to Taiwan the next day with my family oh my and like literally use the same luggage and everything Um and just like go to a laundromat in Taiwan. So I was like, shit, like the next morning I woke up and I was still so ill and then I had to do another flight, got oh. to Taiwan and I was like, mom and dad, like I really am not feeling well, so we went to a pharmacy there and then they had these like magical like diarrhea pills they smelled terrible um but they're these like japanese pills and they're like brown they taste horrible but i took those and the next day i was dandy the pharmacist there was really nice about it too because my dad was like explaining the situation i was like too ill to speak <laughs> speaking to her in mandarin and everything and she recommended those she was like oh i had a similar issue so if you have like explosive diarrhea this will take care of the problem And i was like i
1: wouldn't Thanks. know what these tablets are <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'll send you a photo they're just these magical tablets um but i was better the next day thankfully yeah. so oh, it was horrible food poisoning is not fun
1: that's it's my like other you travel you can't temp. even
0: control it yeah yeah that's definitely What's take
1: a Just just take two uh, packets, two packets yeah. of emodium for a one week trip, just in case. For
0: sure. because you never know. And I don't even think it was the street food. To be honest, it was probably one of the like eateries or restaurants.
1: Yeah. Or um, well, it could be. We figured it, out. It we could be the ice and stuff so. like that. Ice ice can make oh, you very sick true. as well. Um, yeah,
0: because we had a lot of like ice blended drinks and stuff. Yeah.
1: Troublesome. I th- I th- I th- I diarrhea is definitely the worst compared to f- vomiting, though. I think vomiting yeah. you you don't have to think yeah. I've got to take all my clothes take my clothes off you just
0: True. bend
1: over throw up like, somewhere or find uh, somewhere to throw up.
0: <laughs> but then I really hate like the taste of vomit so like yeah. I think I would rather just like sit on a toilet <laughs> is that <True>. TMI um <laughs> yeah I think I prefer because and I hate the feeling of like gagging and like throwing up like you, yeah. you feel it coming and you just keep gagging. Whereas, like a, if you're diarrheaing you can just sit on the toilet and tough it out. Yeah. So it's like I don't know which is worse. I don't know. If,
1: depending where the, if you know where the nearest toilet is, I think that's the, also that's a depending true. Question. Um, yeah. But okay, so we're gonna give you listeners a uh, shit shit sandwich. So you've had the good juicy story. You've got the poopy story. And now we're going to talk about our dream <laughs> lo- dream locations for us um, yeah. to travel to. So um, there's quite a few things on my list. I want to go to Greenland, um, which is to see the Northern oh, Lights amazing. and those glass igloos, which would be amazing.
0: Yeah, I've seen those. Oh, it's like one of the best locations ever. I reckon yeah. it's like such a cute, romantic spot. You should go with your wife. It would be so lovely. Because yeah. you can see the stars and sleep under the stars it's such a nice place it would be nice but
1: then also you could yeah. get the same experience in like norway or somewhere like that which yeah that's quite true. cool.
0: but i think that's like the really famous one though yeah
1: because i think it really went viral at point. Like,
0: yeah
1: and then obviously yeah. uh bora bora looks looks just so peaceful and amazing just a yeah there, uh, it does. crystal sea are you a bit of
0: a beach bum do you like lots of it, beaches
1: it depends on what mood i am if Mm. if I'm traveling by myself, I would want to just go somewhere where there's lots of things for me to do and stuff. So I'm like, not awkwardly laying on a beach, just going, oh, what do I do now? (laughs) What do I do now on board? (laughs) Um, For sure. But yeah. And then also I want to go to Greece as well. Greece has always been on the list to see some really nice.
0: Same. Yeah. I feel the same. Like I think my dream locations a, a little bit basic. Um, I would love to go to Greece to yeah. specifically Santorini. Oh, um, it looks so amazing. I just think it's so beautiful and uh, it just looks so picturesque. And I've heard from friends that have been that it does look as good as the postcards. Yeah. And I'm a really big fan of um, Greek food. Like In terms of travel, I'm a big foodie, so I'll same. just like eat a lot um, and obviously see the sights and stuff like that. But food is what i tend to remember most about a trip and i think that santorini would just be amazing it does um mean. and then yeah the other place for me would be new york city i don't know um it's always been a dream location of mine yeah. i think it's just you know so iconic and um i recently Well, not recently, but when I was playing the Spider Man game, it's basically like an open world map so you can go around New York and stuff like that. And I was like, oh my God, it's so beautiful. But that being said, I do think that it'll be a lot dingier and a lot less glitzy than I imagine it to be. Uh, So I don't know if it will be as good as I think it is.
1: It's like Hollywood Boulevard, it's full of homeless people and it's awful. For sure. Yeah, Yeah, it's not it's not what you, you see on your TV. But yeah, New York's definitely, yeah. New York would be amazing to go to. But, I definitely. Don't, when, when would you want to go? Because part of me was like, oh, I want to go like in the winter when you've got like all Christmas lights. Oh, um, yeah, because I
0: actually have a friend that, um, that lived like in Rhode Island, which is kind of near New York. Um, and so she was like, well, I, at the time I was like, oh, I should totally come out and visit you and stuff like that. But obviously it never happened because I haven't been to New York. Um, we got, both got busy with uni and stuff like that. But she was telling me don't go during winter. She said it's really miserable. But I think, like, New York at like Christmas rain and time yeah. and, like, New Year's Eve, it's just so iconic. But she was it like, is. no, it's miserable. <laughs> don't go. So I was like, okay. I <laughs> so wonder if that's the weather, during like. the summer, I guess. Maybe yeah, I think so.
1: I don't, I don't mind if it – well, coming from England, I don't mind if it rains because it rains – every other day here yeah. but um, yeah
0: that's fair enough
1: but as long as you've got like uh, umbrella, as like decent umbrella and some good waterproof jacket or something you'll be fine
0: yeah for sure but i don't know though but it would definitely be peak season though if you go during christmas and new year's eve
1: you'll be paying yeah paying the money for it and then for part sure. of me is like i want to stay in uh, the the hotel uh, in home alone but then i realize who owns it so i won't
0: <laughs> oh my god yeah <laughs>
1: Which would be amazing. Merry
0: Christmas, you filthy animal. <laughs> <Iconic>. <laughs> oh, I love that film. Oh my god. Sorry to worry. It's so good. The yeah. problem is, COVID is getting
1: it away, isn't
0: it? Yeah, for sure. Um, not possible for us to travel anytime soon, hey. No. But do you think, when do you think we will be able to travel? When will things grow back to normal, do you reckon?
1: I've, I think sometime next year, if countries can get their act together, I think. Too many, too many selfish people have spoiled it for the people who are following the rules and stuff. Yeah, Um, that's the
0: trouble. It's like
1: if 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 everyone followed the rules of if everyone followed New Zealand's example on how to manage COVID, the world would have been a lot easier to manage.
0: Definitely, I think it's like everyone needs to work together for the the greater good. As corny as that sounds, Um, but I don't think people have been doing that,
1: which is such
0: a shame and.
1: Hopefully Scary. hopefully, sometime next year. I, To be honest, I can't imagine until maybe autumn next year, maybe things will yeah. be looking a little bit normal, but it really depends on and how countries will be managing think, it.
0: Yeah, and I think even then, I don't think everything will be like 100% no. back to normal. I reckon that would just be most international travel resumes. I think it would be like a good year or two before everything is back to normal i don't yeah. know do you reckon the new normal will be the new normal like um do you think masks and all of that will be mandated everywhere
1: i don't i don't think that, i don't think they'll be mandated but i think a lot more people will mm. see sense and wearing masks i know i will definitely For sure. have a mask on me at least
0: um yeah when i'm
1: traveling um just because
0: yeah
1: one i don't want to get sick from just a normal cold or something while traveling let alone something that could be a little bit worse um but i think to be honest i think the main thing is cleaning regimes i know it's like i've clean like use hand sanitizers just coming in or just going out and stuff
0: yeah for sure um yeah
1: even though my hands are so dry now yeah
0: yeah same and i think like in singapore particularly a lot of people are like doing their part um so a lot of retail shops and all of that are disinfecting regularly. Yeah. And I think it's the same um, for F&B establishments as well. So I think that that might be a new normal as well. Yeah,
1: which is yeah. good. I like, yeah, to, I, is. I like to sit on uh, clean tables at restaurants. So uh, thank <laughs> so you. Thank, thank you, Covid, <laughs> for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. But yeah, I, I, I hope that they can get some sort of vaccine or something. And uh, oh, for
0: sure. people
1: do take it on like some group. Of people which i won't name yeah
0: we can only hope hey <laughs> yeah it's
1: a bit crazy yeah, really but
0: yeah but you know like as with anything i guess if you want to look on the bright side like we've said before many a times um at least you know with the pandemic we got to meet each other i think that yeah. that probably wouldn't have happened and i think um RPAN and reddit has been a really great source of community for a lot of people yeah. and I think that, that that's the only real bright side. Yeah. It has. But one thing up- like yeah, over the one week break I actually started watching more RPEN myself. Did you? I think like once, yeah, once I started streaming I felt like I stopped being as much of a watcher um, a much of less of a consumer of RPEN just because I feel like I spend you know, two hours a day <laughs> on it streaming that a lot of the time I don't really have the time or want to watch it um but yeah over our one week break because i had one less thing to worry about i ended up watching a little bit more um and one person that i ended up watching was this really really awesome artist from south africa um i don't know his reddit username but i think like when i went onto his page his like instagram and stuff was like Skedoidal or something like that yeah. i don't know if that's the correct pronunciation we'll put it in the in the bio, but basically, he was um, doing this really awesome painting, and um, he had a really awesome art style. And I think one thing that really drew me in was that he was really interacting with the chat. Um, so I definitely see like what you mean now about like you feel recognized when someone replies to your comment, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I had a really interesting conversation with him about um, like how he's doing and stuff like that. And then he started talking about how COVID really threw a spanner in the works for him, um, in terms of his life goals and dreams, but it also led to something new and good, which was yeah. um, art and streaming it and sharing that yeah. art with other people. So, um, yeah, like I said, there's two sides of the coin. Um, and I, yeah, I, I think there's really a lot amazing. of
1: great people who are on our panel, and some that aren't as great. Um, there's some that don't even interact with the chat, but I always stick around and yeah. go back to, streams where people always interact and stuff um yeah for
0: sure.
1: i haven't been i haven't been sleeping too well uh one because i've got tinnitus uh-huh. which is like a yeah it like a ringing noise and if especially if you tune into it it's just super super loud and stuff like that especially at night um, yeah for sure. and then there was um i was, I, was like, oh, I can't sleep so i was scrolling through uh the streams and then i found i think she could she's called jane um and she was reading harry potter um so I, I just put that on the side while she was reading and f- managed to fall asleep because I could focus on her reading and her good voices. She does different voices for the Harry Potter yeah. books, which is quite nice. Um, so yeah, oh, amazing. I, it was really nice to have something like that to fall asleep to, listening to, um, especially oh. when you can't sleep, which was nice. For but sure.
0: That's really, really nice. I just love it when people share things that they love. And I think that, yeah. you know, our pen is a really good place to do that I love listening to people talk about things that they're passionate about yeah um yeah it's just such a like wholesome thing you know um and I think that it's a little it's a good way to learn about more things and broaden your horizons too yeah so it's amazing that, what people do yeah
1: Yeah, I, I've noticed you're getting more recurring listeners and there's like a greater number each time now which is yeah
0: for sure oh, it's amazing good. I think yeah because I honestly like I don't do anything special in my streams but the one thing that is amazing is the community that's come out of it and I think that um really it's the community that drives the stream and the show so I'm really really appreciative of of everyone the moderators yeah for sure
1: there was there have I've been scrolling through and there's um a girl who's i think 16 she plays like the ukulele and sings like country music wow she's she's got a really really good voice i'll send you the link when i see her again um
0: amazing yeah
1: but but i was like reading through the chat and all these like positive ones and then there's this one comp chat where i was like uh oh why don't you take your top off i was like she's fucking 16
0: which is disgusting oh my god um
1: he got reported and i think he got banned um yeah. For that comment, which is... I hope so. Scumbags. That's so
0: inappropriate, yeah. Because people like are putting themselves things. out there. It's not... Yeah. 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 You've had
1: some derogatory things in yours as well. Yeah. I just don't get it.
0: I, yeah, I don't... People... They just, I guess they don't have anything better to do, but I just think it's just it's such an asshole move because people are really putting themselves out there when they're streaming. It's not an easy thing to do. and. Yeah it can be really scary. So for them to turn around and say something like that and just ruin it for everyone. Cause I don't think it only ruins it for the streamer. It also ruins it for the people in the comments too. I think that's just like, there's no other word for it. Nossle move. Like I don't think Yeah. that's good. Yeah.
1: Especially, especially how uncomfortable it is your first time streaming or streaming to people you don't know and you're at for mercy of sure, I- their comments as well.
0: 100%. Like I think back to the first time I streamed and I can't even imagine if somebody had said something like rude or mean to me, I think I probably would have been really discouraged and I don't think I would have ever streamed again. Yeah. Um. So shout out to the people that were in my first stream because kept going because you. Yeah. I don't know. People can be really mean sometimes.
1: They are for no reason. But that's life for you, isn't it? It is. It is.
0: Right, so I think that's about it for this episode. We covered a lot of stuff, um, mostly travel stuff. If you guys have any funny travel stories or embarrassing stories that you want to share with us um so we don't feel like we're totally alone with our embarrassing <laughs> travel stories please feel free to drop us an email with them we'd be happy to read them out um on the podcast so if you want to do that you can feel free to reach out to us at contact podcast at gmail.com or of course drop me a dm or andy a dm on reddit or on discord too
1: yeah and um if you obviously want to apply to be Lola's bachelor uh pop me an email as well uh direct <laughs> nah. it to myself and i'll go through the application um I'm and see whether you're worthy alone. Whether, whether you're oh worthy of Lola's time um as long as your credit score's above 800 <laughs> you're probably Oh my up god that.
0: that's assuming they want to date me though
1: <laughs> oh, I'm sure they will I'm sure they will
0: Oh my god uh we'll see But <laughs> uh,
1: yeah um, uh, yeah. thank you Thank you for letting us have a break guys and we saw the nice comment yeah, saying sure. oh you guys deserve a break um, and we've got a lot more things in the, in the fire ready to uh, yeah. come out which is good and we're excited and of
0: course um, over the one week break we have also recorded our podcast trailer so let us know what you think about it um, I don't know if it'll be up before this episode or if we're going to release it at the same time but if you haven't listened to the trailer yet, please do. And let us know yeah. what you think. Yeah.
1: Perfect. Right? I think I, that's about it. I think it, that right? is it. Yeah. Well, I hope all you guys had a lovely week and lovely weekends. Mm-hmm. And I hope your upcoming week's going to be amazing. So uh, with that, that's uh, bye from me.
0: Bye from me. <laughs> Once again, um i don't know what i'm gonna say what do we usually say for the outro it's only been a week how have i forgotten <laughs>
1: i know i, f- I feel like um, we're <laughs> we're dusting off our old, old gym clothes yeah. and stuff like that and not knowing what to do oh God. um
0: yeah it's but yeah just... <laughs>
1: thank thank you so much for listening um if you could also go onto itunes give us a five star rating and maybe we'll read out some funny uh review reviews of our podcast that'd be amazing and um, that'd be you nice, know, some yes. funny content for us and also subscribe to our spotify account as well so you can get notified when we post so uh, with that yes. i'm gonna say that we're we're done recording now lola <laughs> yeah
0: bye bye <laughs> bye guys we'll see you next